and welcome to a Halloween episode of It Came From The Video Store. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Eric. I'm Brennan. I'm Chris. And today I'm... we have a uh, sorry. <laughs> we have a special guest host. I am Rudy. Thanks for having me on the show, Eric and Brennan. Right. You're welcome. You're welcome. And fuck Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so today we're not really doing a movie review, but uh, I don't even say we want to do reviews. I feel like we just rip them apart half the time. When Sometimes so. on our best days. Uh, but given the fact that it's the first week of October and uh, we love horror movies, so we're probably going to do an episode a week instead of our bi-weekly. Uh, we are going to start October off with our top five Halloween picks. Um, these are movies that either kind of get us in the Halloween spirit or either we watch every Halloween or we want to watch this Halloween. Um, so. Number five. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Um. I'll say a lot of my movies aren't really, like, horror. I mean, some are horror, but more, more so horror elements like the monsters or whatever. Um, I'm going to start number five with Hollow Man. Just because it's a very different horror movie from ones that I've seen. More of a sci-fi horror. Yeah, basically. Um, for those who haven't seen it, it's with Kevin Bacon. And I kind of forget the other stars that are in the Josh movie. Brolin, Elizabeth Shue... Yeah, those. I mean, those are the only heavy hitters in in that franchise, or not that franchise, but in that movie. And uh, I believe it's a group of scientists, and they're trying to discover the ability to turn people invisible, and they manage to do it. Kevin Bacon is the person they experiment on, and eventually, Kevin Bacon loses his shit and starts killing everybody. I just thought it was an interesting flick. Dude, he's good at playing a psychopath. He is. I like him. I felt bad for all the animals he had to kill in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wait, he kills up. a dog, right? Yeah, I remember he takes a dog and like smacks it up against a wall. What? Uh, yeah, what yeah, it's it, pretty brutal. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it, it's kind of like a modern take on the. Well, it's obviously a modern take on the Invisible Man, mm-hmm. but instead of just mainly only him knowing the condition, it's like a group scientist, and I like how their base is like underground, like. Because they got that giant elevator scene in the end, so you you feel like their their little laboratory is at least like a mile under the ground. Yeah, um, it's definitely its own independent movie, and it shouldn't be attributed to the Universal Monster Movie universe. You know. Yeah. So, so I w- do look forward to seeing um, that movie in the future. So I do hope you make an episode about the Dark Universe. I've been looking forward to those movies for a while now. Um. Yeah, I like Hollow Man. It's uh, Have you seen Hollow Man too? With Christian oh. Slater. Oh, God, no. I didn't even know there was a two. Dude, it's nothing to write home about. Cheesy. It like He's like a war vet who they tried this on because they were trying to make invisible s- soldiers, and he get, he goes crazy. Oh, God. So then uh, I think it's like a detective or someone that's going after him, and he, felt, he thinks that the only way to catch him is to also go invisible. So it's like Hollow Man versus Hollow Man. That's kind of cool, I guess, but... I don't know how you would see him. Because uh, <laughs> the main battle, they fight in the rain. It's uh, what movie is this? Hollow Man Two. Okay. I saw Hollow Man Two. I can only remember the ending actually. I think yeah. he got he killed by poisoning. Was it? She tries injecting it. Like the he kidnaps somebody. Christian Slater kidnaps somebody, and she 
I don't know if she's trying. He wants a cure, or if he wants like a permanent uh, invisibility. And she injects him with like rat poison, and it affects him to where he's like barely visible. Like he's kind of like blue, or he shows yeah. up in the end. So he's. I think as they're fighting, he slowly starts to appear. But then this is funny because like the hero Hollow Man is fighting Christian Slater, and he, Christian Slater's like bare ass naked. <laughs> Very uh, uncomfortable. That's always what I look forward to in a movie. Bare-ass, naked Christian Slater. <laughs> Dude, everybody loves Christian Slater. <laughs> Broken have Arrow. S- have you seen... No, have you seen Heathers? No. Movie. We might do an episode on Heathers one day. But, alright, who wants to go next? With her, uh... I'll go. Okay. Uh, the first one I would say, number five at least, you know, counting down, was Sinister. Okay. That's now, a good one. I liked it because um, it's a new genre of horror movie coming out, and it's kind of like the supernatural horror movie, and it's kind of what everyone is scared about, the supernatural things you cannot explain. It's basically basically the whole realm is up to yours to do what you wish. Mm-hmm. And uh, later on, during my list, you'll see more of what I'm talking about. But Sinister, I like the idea of you know just children killing people. That's always kind of like the... Yeah, it's definitely it's different. And I feel like that movie is very underrated. Mm. Yeah, in some ways. made a lot ways. of money for a low-budget movie. And... I remember, I mean, I didn't get really get any jump scares. Cause I felt like some of the jump scares were predictable. But when you see, like, the, the graphic videos, you can't stop and go, oh, shit. You know, like, mm-hmm. very, it's, I guess, kind of a shock horror. Because I don't think when people were expecting to see this movie, they were going to be seeing kids killing their entire family. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely something I was not expecting. And some of them were pretty gruesome. So, it's always... Not, I won't say good to watch, but always good to be surprised at a movie. Yeah, out of the ordinary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that would be not my number five. Have you seen Sinister 2? I didn't give it a chance. I mean, I liked the movie, but it's, I didn't even... I knew right away it was going to be bad. Yeah, it's not... It wasn't bad, but I only watched it to see the interesting kills they were going to put in. Because that was a cool thing about Sinister out of anything was just like the unique ways that they had these children kill their parents. Yeah. So when I watch Sinister 2, but even the kills in the new one, it's like, eh, you know. That's definitely yeah, something the first one you, was brutal. you would cringe. Anytime you, you see one of the old tapes play that, all right, this is going to be bad. Plus, like, the, the the ghost in it, or, like, the main antagonist, or, the, you know, the, ba- the boogeyman they have in there, he looks like he's from Slipknot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, he, someone, the like, could yeah, like if someone was trying to come up with a design for this guy, and then they just happened to put on, like, Iowa, and was just listening to Slipknot. <laughs> it was still creepy, though, especially in the scene where it was, like, you saw him in the water or whatever, in the pool. Mm-hmm. And then he just, like, looks at the camera. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I like that. It was kind of just, uh, even though it was generic face, it was kind of like that face, that obscure face you always see in those creepy photos or movies, you know, you can't explain. Mm-hmm. You know, or you see it in the clouds. Kind of just that, that kind of face, you know? It could just be anywhere. I think... Didn't when Sinister come out, wasn't it like a double hitter for Ethan Hawke that year? Because he had that and Purge. Yeah. yeah. And I remember making a joke like, dude, does he ever make a movie where he lives now? <laughs> he, I'm like, man, he's starting to turn into Sean Bean. <laughs> but, I mean, for a while I thought he was going to become like just something like a horror actor. Which is nothing wrong with that. I think, uh, not to get off topic, but uh, Patrick Wilson from the Insidious movies. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an Insidious in The Conjuring. And I... I'm pretty sure he's done another horror movie. He's slowly starting to come, like, an iconic He's a, he's a good actor. actor. I like him. No, he isn't, but, like, I like the fact that, like, 
you know, you get a, a, a decent, well-known actor in these horror movies because it kind of brings you back to the days of like Vincent Price and uh, you know uh, Boris Karloff. Like you had a well-known actor, and then they also did a lot of horror. So I kind of like that, you know. All right, Brandon, you wanted to go. Is it? Am I the one who hasn't gone yet? I haven't gone either yet. Um, do you want to go? Uh, I'm thinking about changing my number five. Oh, hang on, give me one sec. Number five. I didn't number mine. I just wrote. <laughs> about five minutes before we started, I just sat in a room just writing down movies. Uh, I'm gonna. My number five. It's a kids movie. It's a scary godmother. Scary godmother. Yeah, no, no one's seen it. Brain is the youngest one in the group, by the way. <laughs> but uh, I only picked it. Well, I figured everyone's been picking gore, like horror movies, like actual gory stuff. So I figured why not pick a kids one? It's not about that. Hey, cartoon. Amber's seen it. Amber's seen it. And Amber's older than you. Cartoon Wait. Network, scary godmother. Yeah, I've seen the scary godmother. That was entertaining. I liked that one. Thank I you. Don't, I don't know if it was um scary, of course, but it was. Might as, well, <laughs> might, as, yeah. might as well do Mr. Boogity. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, but that's like something like no one can be like, oh, I'm going to go to the store and get that. You can't find that anywhere other than YouTube. If you guys want, not that this counts as my top five, but have you guys ever seen, uh, is it Oogity Boogity or Mr. Boogity? I believe it's, uh, just just keep talking. I'll it's a Disney mind. movie and it's got uh, the kid who played Bud on Married to Children and it's got, uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he was, in, he was Stanley from It grown up the one that kills himself in the tub okay and their family moves into this old colonial house and you find out it's haunted by like this pilgrim who like studied black magic and his name was mr ugly sounds kind of interesting but and and he he haunts the house but it's like it's a disney movie and like the family the dad sells like gags like uh joke like like uh prank stuff yeah and uh stuff you can find at party city yeah, because, like, there's a part where, like, the daughter goes into a house and she finds, like, green, slimy footprints on the wall. And he thought she came up with it. And he's like, huh, I got to market these. I think Christy Swanson's in it, too, who played, uh, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She was in Phantom when we watched when we mm-hmm. watched Phantom. But, yeah. Yeah, it's way off topic, but. So. Uh, uh, I think it's it's Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity. Yeah, because the second one is Mr. Boogity and the Bride of Boogity. You can only find these on YouTube, by the way. They're super out of print. Wow. But okay, so I guess to go with my top five or my my number five, because um, I'm changing my list right now. <laughs> Originally, my number five was going to be Hatchet. Some people are gonna shit on me for this, but my number six was uh, I'm moving my number six to my number five. So my number five is Ernest Scared Stupid. That's <laughs> fine. Which, if I didn't say his list, that would have been my number five. Well, I like it because, A, I like the Ernest movies. And, B, it's one of those movies that anybody could watch. You know, if you could watch it with kids. You can watch it as an adult. It's got a strong Halloween vibe to it. It's, like, old-fashioned, practical. Uh, I mean, we're doing an episode on this anyways, so might as well just... I don't want to get too much into it, but it's it's fun. It's a fun horror movie, or uh, family horror movie, and uh, I I wanted my list to kind of incorporate different genres of horror. Mm-hmm. So there's something that I I wanted something that everybody could watch. Uh, but I will say this: it was tied with Hocus Pocus. Uh, 
Hocus Pocus, all right. So uh, definitely a classic. But I feel like if that's not even if that's not even in like your top like thirty Halloween movies or not even in your top ten, it's like you suck. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people that are like hardcore horror fans are like they will watch the most twisted movies. I'll make you puke. But then you mentioned Hocus Pocus and they melt. Yeah. Everybody loves Hocus Pocus. I've not met one person that doesn't like Hocus Pocus. I think it's part of everyone's childhood. And not that that's part of my 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 top five. It isn't. It would be, but I I don't know. I just I didn't want to go for that. You're the, very passionate about it. I'm very, I, I love it. I I just didn't want it to. I feel like that is automatically part of it, regardless. Like I'm gonna watch it regardless, but I wanted to choose movies that maybe weren't typical i guess so yeah ernest scared stupid all right all right so uh, i agree with that hmm. number, number four um i'm gonna go with the mummy and i'm gonna be clear the brendan fraser version <laughs> okay no i got i got no complaints about it it's more it's like an indiana jones horror movie in a way definitely it's got an indiana jones feeling I mean, there's. I haven't really seen the. I mean, I know they made a new one. I haven't seen the new one yet, so I'm not gonna be too judgmental about it. That's why I wanted to clarify the Brendan Fraser one. But um, yeah, Emotep used to scare the crap out of me with the uh, scarabs coming out of his mouth mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, yeah, like under the people's. Skin. It would like crawl on his face, and he would like eat it. I was like, Eat-. I mean, it's it does stray far from the the Boris Karloff original, but. No, I remember me and Bram, we saw that in the drive-in when we were kids. And I remember, uh, do you, I don't know if you remember this, but someone got in front of the projector and casted like that big shadow of him with his robe. Oh, really? Yeah. And it works. I mean, it's very iconic. And it's, I want to say it's one of those remakes that actually worked. I don't want to, I don't even want to say it's really a remake. No, I wouldn't say it's a remake. It's, it's kind of getting like the... Hollow Man, mm-hmm. and it's own independent movie. It wouldn't yeah. be attributed to the original Universal Monsters. It's definitely though. It's it just say, it shares the same name. Yeah, I will say that. It makes me miss Brandon Fraser hmm. a lot. Yeah, he's been gone for a while. He's old now. Yeah, no one, no one will hire him. I mean, Poor guy. but um, I saw the new one. I liked it. You know, it started off the the Dark Universe again. Um, I wish it would have been uh, Dracula, un- you know the Untold. Dracula Untold. That was a good movie. I, I don't know. I don't it. know if that's going to be part of it. It's no. not going to be part of it. They I'm very said... upset about that. He played a really good Dracula, and the well, the one thing I will say about the Dracula Untold, the whole movie was not Dracula until like the last minute of it. And they kind of made him be a hero as opposed to like a monster. So yeah, that was really interesting twist. Yeah. It's still a good movie, but yeah. the new. And if you watch the whole movie, the ending, like the last minute, like you know how they do end credits. Only the end credits were the actually Dracula. I'll say that if you watch the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. With the new Mummy, it's like I hate Tom Cruise. Mm. <laughs> like I have an I got a hatred. Maybe except for like Risky Business and Top Gun. Mission Impossible. Okay, though I do like the first Mission Impossible. He's been, I, I you like part really two? Like hmm? You didn't like part two? I don't like the sequels. I saw. I think I saw part three before I saw t- three, part two. Three, four, and five. Oh, I love them. I just, I don't like Tom Cruise. I think in Tropic Thunder, when he made his little appearance, was the uh, only time I was like, holy crap. 
and impressed you because you didn't even know it was him at first. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, the Mummy is a good choice. It's it's fun. It's a classic movie. And it, it's definitely got its horror elements. It's got its jump scares. I mean, you do have your death, your your body count. Uh, and the, for most of the deaths or the violence or the gore, you notice that they really don't even show it on screen. And it's still effective. Yeah. Like shadow casting kind of thing, but you still see, like, violence mm-hmm. through the shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I was kind of bummed when I found out, though, the new Dark Universe was going to, like, the Marvel, Universal, uh, Marvel, Marvel, why do I keep saying Marvel? I keep wanting to say Marvel Universe, but the the, the, univer- the Universal Monster uni- Universe that they're doing, though, I'm kind of upset that they're doing a modern take on it. Mm-hmm. I mean... I could see that. I, I personally think it would be more cool to kind of re go like go back and visit the you know follow suit with everything. yeah it's just not only like that but like I like timepiece movies where like it takes place in a certain era mm-hmm. so definitely and that's the kind of thing I liked about the Universal monster movies is you had a hard time really trying to tell what era it took place in because you know they would have a horse and carriage right next to a, a car at the same time. <laughs> or they would have, like, uh, you know, uh, the one of the first Fords ever made, you know. But then they would have, like, dancing gypsies. <laughs> you know, it's... Yeah. Especially, like... Since we're talking about the Universal Monster movie, especially, like, the, the Wolfman, the original Wolfman, mm. that's a strong one that you have no clue what era it takes place in. I feel like when, every time you try to modernize a movie, you have to... You confuse the people. Like, okay, what's actually you know real and what's not? Like, uh, what's uh, are they trying to make it like the Dark Knight universe, like where it's just in Chicago, or are they trying to go Tim Burton where everything's made up and it's a whole city? You know, I love that about the old. Okay, Brian, do you want to go with your number four? If someone else wants to go, we can go. I'm just, I'm just, I still got to look at mine. Um, so I changed my number four. My number four was going to actually be. <laughs> It was gonna be Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, but I changed it to some to a movie that actually gives a very strong Halloween vibe. Uh, Sleepy Hollow from nineteen ninety nine by Tim Burton. Yes, that was a very good one. Uh, I think Tim Burton should do more horror movies than he does Disney. Yeah, I hate to say it, I feel like he sold out. Uh, about a good two decades ago. Eh. It varies. I mean, it doesn't help that he has, like, not to say Johnny Depp's a bad actor because he's not. No, no. But it, I feel like that has, like, I feel like though he, factor he, with it. That, like, his movies are made around Johnny Depp. Yeah. No, it's not that, but, like, he went from someone who didn't want to do big budget movies. Like, I remember he almost turned down Batman because he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to be a big budget director. He didn't want to do, like, special, heavy special effects. And then he does, you know, fucking Alice in Wonderland, you know, and. Don't get me wrong, that's right up his alley, but then it it lacks Tim Burton. As, as, as bizarre as like Alice in Wonderland is, it lacks Tim Burton. But I feel like he should stick to horror movies because Sleepy Hollow was amazing. It's got that gloomy atmosphere, and it's it's got only maybe like a hint of Tim Burton. It was always foggy in that movie, from what I remember. Yeah, it's very... Uh, Macabre? Is it macabre? That sounds like a food. Oh, that sounds like a food. <laughs> it's got a very morbid atmosphere. It's got a very morbid atmosphere. Uh, it's, you got Christopher Walken in it. 
Whoa. briefly. Wow, I'm the headless horseman. <laughs> Off with your head. <laughs> he doesn't say a word. No, he, he's literally in it for like 20 seconds. Uh, yeah, you do have Johnny Depp, but I like when Johnny Depp does kind of humorous roles, but without being humorous. Too, too over the top. Like, Mad Hatter was just terrible. But, you know, he did Ed Wood. That was good. And even as him as Ichabob Crane, you get, like, this bumbling, nervous man who's just... Terrified. Terrified. You get humor from that. I mean, it's got a good cast. You actually have, uh, what was it, Michael... Michael Gow, who also was in the Batman movies. He was Alfred. Oh. And uh, oh yeah, that's true. And um, Christina Ricci, the, the guy who was in Howard the Duck, actually. Fucking his name, Jeffrey Jones. There we go. Yeah. Um, Michael Gambon's in this. Who also played uh, Dumbledore. 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 The, the Dumbledore. second Dumbledore. The simple Dumbledore. I can't talk that. The, the second Dumbledore. Second Dumbledore. The original. Dumbledore and Harry Potter. The first Dumbledore was I, Ri- I Richard Drafe. I no. forgot to play was him, it? but he, he, he passed away. But. I don't know. I, I want to say Drafe is I wish Tim right. Burton would make more horror movies. Especially, like, the way he, he did this feels like a Universal Monster movie. Like, the. Wouldn't you say so, Rudy? Kind of like the, the atmosphere? The windmill scene. Yes. The windmill scene. That's like a. Frankenstein. Frankenstein almost. Like, he should do a Universal Monster movie. Like you should do like Tim Burton just do the whole all the whole franchise and just scrap the <laughs> Johnny Depp's gonna play every character. <laughs> well, he's actually Johnny Depp's actually playing the Invisible Man. Oh, yes, is he? he is, yeah. Actually. So uh, I look forward cool. to that. Let Tim Burton get well, a little. Well, actually, we'll see what we can, he can do. He's been slipping last couple of movies. Who Tim Burton? Um, it's not no Johnny Depp. But like personal life wise, I don't think he really signs. Personal life wise, I don't think he really <laughs> reads the script. I think he just signs away for it. Do I wear makeup? Okay. <laughs> For the the last uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movie, Caribbean movie, he was just a drunk on screen, to be honest. And because in real life, he's an alcoholic, and Disney has to watch him. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I did not know that until now. Yeah. Don't taint my image of Johnny Depp. Dude, no. yeah. I've always known that about Johnny Depp. They had putting him on screen, and so they had to chase him around. Yeah, but he also loves that character, though. He does. I he do fits love, that character. I, I love him. I love Johnny Depp. Depp. I like the fact that, like, when they show him going to, like, visit kids... I don't think that's really a publicity. I think that's just him loving the character a lot. Oh no, it is because they say that he carries a, like a like a set of the costume with him. He actually he goes. He actually, uh, from time to time, goes to the actual Pirates of the Caribbean ride in uh, Disney World. Yeah, he shows up. <laughs> well, I, guess, I, I hope that's not just publicity. I really hope that's genuine. Oh God, no! I'm sure that's genuine. Yeah. If I was, if I was a high paid actor. And I was that role. I'm pretty sure I would just be like, yeah, I'm only going to do the role. I'm not going to wear this outside of work. <laughs> I mean, he's a genuine actor. Like, he is not afraid to do a, a goofy character. And at the same time, he's not afraid to do, you know, like a mob boss kind of thing. Yeah. He experiments. I would like to see him, though, in like a buddy-buddy comedy. Like a hangover. Like... Due date. Due date, you know, that'd like, be actually pretty like clever. a straight up solid. Com- He's done his fair share of comedy. Like he can be funny. Watch Ed Wood, or uh, what's that one? What's that one he did with Benicio del Toro? Okay. Mm, something, me... something Vegas. Oh, Fear and Lowly in Las Vegas. Yeah, I I know that was a comedy. Like he, he can do everything, but 
I know. I is a good one. I mean, I liked him in Public Enemies. Oh, such a good movie. He played the law boss. Or, or the My boss. Yeah. yeah. The that one that took place in the Valentine's Day Massacre. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I never enemy. got to see it, actually. I let My brother let me borrow it months ago, and I still have yet to watch it. Man, it was good. I got halfway through Public Enemies. I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I... Uh, it's not. It's, my got some, it's got a strong leading cast though. You got Christian Bale. Yeah, it does. I think that was a little. I'm after not a big fan Batman. of Christian Bale. Really? American Psycho and Batman Begins only. Prestige wow. and Newsies. Prestige. Okay. <laughs> he was good in Prestige. Like but, Hugh Jackman uh, say that movie. Swing Kids. If you watch it, Channing Tatum in the movie. And okay. uh, which one? Public Enemies. Yes, he is. Oh. He's like the first one to die. <laughs> He's like in there for like ten seconds. Poor Channing Tatum. <laughs> if he's not stripping, he's worthless, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, Brandon, what's your number four? Uh, Night of the Demons, the original. But I could also say the remake because just whatever. They're both the same to me. The remake isn't that bad. It isn't, but... You guys haven't seen this movie, have you? I have not. All right. Uh, yeah, well, it's your movie. You talk about it. <laughs> what? Uh, Technically, I own the movie. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was listening to people talk about it, and I was like, oh, you know what? This is a good Halloween movie. Uh, yeah, give me a second. I gotta get. A... Pretty much, these kids decide to. Uh, they go in this like abandoned. What was it? it was a mansion, and it was a be- manor. It was a manor, but before that, it was like a funeral home, and you know they decide to have a, have a little party there, and it's like, pretty pretty much demons take over. Uh, or in the house and shit goes. Uh, there's always sideways. that one person who wants to do a seance and stir up all cr- kinds of crazy. And there's always that one person like, no, nah, get the fuck out of here. Hmm. But uh, you mean like Evil Dead? Well, it's it start- like, do it, not touch the book, and it, they're like, oh yeah, let me pry it open. Oh, oh. <laughs> it starts with one girl who wants to do a seance, Jesus. and uh, she becomes possessed. And the way they spread the possession was like by kissing. Yeah, but either by kissing or like. Sexual contact. Oh, I don't know if it's supposed to reflect STDs. <laughs> but uh, I, I I doubt they were that deep when they were <laughs> writing the script. But they they turn into into demons, and uh, you know you get your final girl final girl at the end. But like, yeah, you you get one one two survivors. You're not gonna want to watch it now because I'm giving it all away. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, one of the things that makes me think about this movie, and Eric knows what scene I'm talking about. I'm not going to say too much, but I'll say it has to do with boobs and lipstick. Oh, well. I'm not saying anything else, because you got to watch the movie. Who? Oh, my God. I like where this is going. What is that that actress's name? Let me get my Sarah. The one from the original? (laughs) Linnea uh, Quigley? Uh, Give me a second. I'll look it up. Yeah. Q-U-I-G-L-E-Y. She plays Suzanne. So, Linnea Quigley, who's also in one of my... Her, she's in another movie, one of my... my she's actually in my number one uh, top pick for Halloween. But it's a good possession movie. Oh, you're right. It, she, she, she's in... Yeah, she's in my number one. But it, it's a good possession movie. It's got, like, your typical bunch of teenagers in a haunted house trying to survive. It's zombie-esque. Uh, the seek, the, not the sequel, but the remake is actually not that bad. I rarely like remakes, but maybe down the line we'll get to it. 
It's I got would... Edward Furlong in it. Well, jeez, don't make him not want to watch it. Hey, I... <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> Detroit Rock City, because no one's seen him in a while. Oh, hang on. I want to see, then, in the remake, Suzanne is played by Bobby Sue Luther. No, we'll get to that later, but... it's It's got good scares. It's actually got a decent amount of gore in it. Um, it did make, like, three, two or three sequels and then a remake, so it's not that bad. Okay, um, so... Number three. Uh, this is gonna be tough. Um, I'm gonna go with... Because I have a list of ten. But then, like, other ones started popping up as we were talking. Um, I'm gonna go with... Van Helsing for number three. I like that. You got more of a, a classic monster vibe to your yeah. to your pick. I'm Hol- liking this. Hollow Man kind of represents the invisible invisible man, then you got the mummy. And then with Van Helsing you got vampires, werewolves, and I think even Jekyll and Hyde's in the beginning of that. Oh yeah, you got the whole shebang in the whole movie basically. I think I they're like gonna that. remake that actually. I, I someone said they're gonna remake Van Helsing. Hmm. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, the Hugh Jackman be... one was really good. I liked it a lot. I did too. It's got Kate Beckinsale. What more can you ask for? She was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Easy there, boy. Easy. <laughs> and turn the mic away for a minute. Just, just sitting here. <laughs> 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 just waiting to hear, it, to hear a thump on the table. Chris, calm down. Bing. No, um, yeah, mainly all the classic uh, Universal monsters are in that movie, so. Except for... Creature. Mummy. I don't think the mummy's in that one. The Creature of the Black Lagoon kind of... There's really nothing there. Last time I checked. Yeah, I had Dracula, Wolfman... Frankenstein. Frankenstein, which he played like a key role. Um, A bunch of vampires. Vampire bats. It had pretty much like everything in there that I could think of. So that's why I picked that one. I think... um when we're on this subject, subject of the Van Helsing, I think on July they said that Janet Tatum was actually going to be starring Van Helsing for the new Dark Universe. But then again, Janet Tatum was supposed to be Gambit, so I don't know how that's going to play out. Wait, hold on. Channing Tatum was going to be Van Helsing in the Dark Universe? He's supposed no. to be still. Come on. No. Uh, I, they might change it because a lot of the news from the Dark Universe has been changing on and off, so we'll see who actually gets cast. I was letting them slide with... Um, Gambit, but Van Helsing. I don't know. Hey, you got you got a big shoes to fill there, bud. <laughs> that's. I can think of different actors. Definitely. I still watch it. I mean, I would still watch it too. I like him from the Twenty One Jump Street movies. Uh, but that's where he belongs, I think. Yeah, comedy. he's he's actually really good at comedy, though. He really did start off doing more dramatic, like romances. Step up. So, yeah, that was his first movie. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean. I think he should stick stick with Magic Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Magic Mike 3. Okay. That's a good pick, uh, Rudy. Mine is actually going to start off um, my love for a director. Um, It's actually going to be the last three. They're actually from the same director. The first one is Dead Silence. Ooh. James Wan. James Wan. Puppets. I can make a whole episode of him. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, really that good. one was pretty creepy. I love James Wan before I even knew who he was. Uh-huh. Um, his take on story is so, it's such a. I think I told you it's a simple premise, but the the horror is just pure. You know. I think he's very old school with yeah. his horror, and 
it's almost the same thing. Like, I kind of liked him before I really recognized him because I really didn't pay more attention to him. Maybe it's like until he did uh, Death Signs with Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. which was like a more like a, a vengeance movie. But I, mean, I, I didn't even know he did that. Yeah, I've seen Dead Silence and I've seen the Saw movies. And I think I watched behind the scenes of Dead Silence. Or not Dead Silence. Uh, no, it was behind. No, it was. It was. It was behind the scenes of Dead Silence. And he was talking about how he likes to put a lot of blues and reds into all of his movies. So then, once we started watching, like, Insidious and then The Conjuring, Conjuring me and Brandon like, holy crap, these are, like, this is before I paid any attention to who directed what. Yeah. I'm like, this seems like a James Wan movie. Because, I mean, I knew he directed The Conjuring, mm-hmm. but I saw Insidious way after it's been out for how long, and I finally got around to it, and I, I mean, I loved it, but before I even looked up anything on it, I go to Brandon, like, I bet this is James Wan. And sure enough, it was because he's he likes to sneak things in the background. Okay, yeah, he does. He does. So he'll get you with a good jump scare, but then he'll put something in the background that you, you weren't expecting. Yeah, that you weren't weren't noticing. So that, yeah, he's yeah, it's something that scares you once you notice it's there, right. but it, do, it doesn't actually jump out at you. But then he'll go ahead and do like Fast and the Furious, and now he's doing Aquaman. Yeah, you know he said he can't Is scare he? himself anymore, so he's going into action. I mean, it's good to, to branch out. Yeah, I mean, if you if you lo- no longer think you can bring it, then I have to respect the guy for doing it. I, you know, I can't do it anymore. I'm moving on to something else. Not like that. I think any artist, you get tired doing something for so long, you need yeah. to take a step back and kind of see what else you can do and, and go back Test to it. Test other waters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're rehashing the same thing over and over. That Yeah, James Wan's a good good pick. I, I kind of sad that he's not doing any more horror yeah. for a while, but uh, you know. he definitely put his name in the, in the horror movie hat shall we say you know how you said you, you know it's a James Wan movie I know sometimes it's a it's um or inspired by James Wan kind of just like how I feel with Steven Spielberg kind of some of his movies like um was a Super 8 movie mm-hmm. E.T. all those movies even uh, it had a little bit of it just see these kids in the 70s you know find this um uh, monster and then they have to battle it so it's kind of cool yeah um if you guys keep hearing banging sounds, someone keeps slamming the damn door in my apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apologize. Um, all right, Brian, you want to go with your uh, number three? Uh, mine's more of a franchise. I just I can't pick. Okay. Plus, because there's, there's the first one, and then there's a sequel that's kind of a retelling of the first one. There's a remake, and then there's a third one named for something else. Evil Dead. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I'm so happy I didn't see you put that on your list. That, I thought you would No, that, that almost made my list, and I thought it might have been a little too cliche. Uh, no, no no offense to you. I'm, I'm glad you put it down. You should do, like, honorable mentions. I like, actually... I, I, I want to do that because I have a decent we, sense all list. We all kind of made lists that succeeded. 15? Would that be the word succeeded? Succeeded? Whatever. Yeah. So, surpassed? Surpassed. We probably will, at the end of this episode, kind of just... Name off, not going to detail, but just name off. But uh, the Evil Dead franchise is good. Even the remake, it's got. I rarely do I find remakes. I really enjoy, and though I will admit the first time I did watch the Evil Dead remake, I'm like, man, this this garbage. (laughs) No, but then I watched it again. I'm like, okay, now I love it. Yeah, I. uh... Yeah, it was overly bloody. I remember watching. (laughs) Have you seen the originals? Yeah, the originals are pretty bad too. But Bruce Campbell is like swimming in blood. Yeah, practically. The first one, I think, though, a lot of people pull towards Evil Dead Two, and I think it's mainly because of the horror elements. 
Um, I really love Evil Dead 1. Uh, it was low budget, but like, you know, I used to make movies in, in high school, so it was very inspiring because it's like, I, want... I could do that. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> we, we did actually. We, 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 we attempted. That's good. It's out there somewhere. But it, for like someone who's inspiring to be a filmmaker, Evil Dead is like the best movie to watch because you could tell a lot of the stuff they did, they Very made practical. with, they made do with what they had. Uh, I mean, then they got a, a budget for Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead 2 is like a mix between a sequel and a remake in a way. It's, a, it's more of a retelling. It's pretty much they cram-packed the first movie in the first five minutes except instead of it being a group of people going to the house or the cabin, it's just him and his girlfriend. And then it's almost like what would happen after the first movie. But it's it's a mix. I think it's probably more maybe what Sam Raimi wanted to do if he had more money. Uh, still, I mean, very iconic. Uh, All of them. Because then you got you know Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, the remake, and the Army of Darkness. Well, Army of Darkness is first, but... Well, I'm just... I was just... I didn't want to be like Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness is out there, though, man. That's that's a wild movie. And then you got the... Uh, that one's like comedy-based. Ash vs. the Evil Dead, which is a straight-on comedy. But... It's... Yeah, that's definitely a good Halloween yeah, franchise pick. Like, uh... I remember the first time we watched it, uh, Eric was digging through my dad's old movies and found some VHS tape. He's like, oh, well, this looks like, uh... looks like shit. Let's put this on. <laughs> And no, he, puts it, he put he put it on. I wasn't even around though, and I got him and Adam running up to me in the middle of the night. Brandon, Brandon, you gotta check out this movie. Some chick gets raped by a tree in it. <laughs> I, I honestly went. I looked. Thanks uh, for making me sound like a piece of shit. Man. No, but I, I look at him. I look at him. She gets some real wood. I, I, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up and I looked at him and go, "Well, you better start rewinding because I'm watching this movie." And I got up on a bed. We went and watched it. I looked at him like, "Yep, I like this movie already." Well, no. A lot of my like, a lot of my now favorite movies are movies that like I put on because I was super bored. And I'm like, huh. like that's how I got into Taxi Driver or uh, the the Office. Oh, yeah, I put the Office on out of boredom. That's how I you know fell in love with the Office. That's great. I st- I'm still <laughs> <laughs> easy boy. It's just oh god, it's such one of those random moments. I just love random stuff. You weren't expecting me to say that, were you? No, <laughs> it wasn't. It came out of left field. Yeah, how do you think I felt getting woke up out of a sound sleep? <laughs> Chicken's raped by a tree. What? It's like, well, I'm already up. <laughs> More ways than one. <laughs> All right. Ew. Uh, okay, uh, so my number, we're on three, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was my that Yeah. Was my Can three. you shake the table anymore, Bren? Jeez, calm down. Put it on your lap like I'm doing. Bren's writing his notes and shaking the damn table. Oh. Anyways, uh, my number three is probably a movie. I know Brand's seen it. I know you guys haven't. Seen, well, you might have seen it. Oh, okay, almost any movie Eric's seen, I've seen. Yeah, that's true. We, uh, we used to share a room together. Night of the Creeps. Actually, you know what? I lied. I, I I've seen parts of that, not the whole thing. You never seen Night of the Creeps? We we I think we were watching it on like Netflix or with uh, it's got on us. Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins is like uh, the big horror honcho from like the 80s. He was in, uh, I want to say, I, he was in Halloween 3, and he was in a couple other horror movies. Um, he was in the remake of My Bloody Valentine, and he also, I don't know if he was in the original, but he's... Oh, uh, name a movie that wasn't horror related. He was in some, I don't know. 
Dude, I don't know. I What's his name? Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins? Yeah. Because, I don't know, I feel like I know who he's And it's got about. Jason Lively, who is actually Blake Lively's, like, stepbrother. And he was also in European Vacation, which was not that good of a movie. <laughs> um, This one made the list because I kind of... I'm not a big Alien fan. Neither of the franchise or of just the genre of Alien movies. And you judge me. Dude, sci-fi movies, unless it's like Predator or Star Wars, I really don't get into Aliens. This one's got like a mix of zombie and aliens, and it's like there's little slugs that uh, go in through your mouth, and uh, they go in through your mouth, and they pretty much kill you and bring you back as a zombie, basically. Like the beginning of the movie actually has aliens in it, and you're kind of like confused with like what the hell you're watching. Okay, I brought up a list of Tom Atkins movies. Halloween 3, Escape from New York. He was in The Fog. He's done a lot of John Carpenter related. Um, But yeah. Is there a remake to this? No, and I hope they never do. <laughs> Maybe I'm just thinking of Night of the Demons. And it's one of the, it's pretty much like a zombie survival-esque kind of movie. And, you know, uh, what, what was the tagline? It's like, your date showed up for the dance. Too bad he's dead. <laughs> Uh, like the weapon of choice, I think in this was like a like, uh, both a, a lawnmower and a, and a flamethrower. So the the summary on IMBD is uh, alien brain parasites entering humans through the mouth turn their host into a killing zombie. Some teenagers start a fight against them. It's got a six point eight out of ten rating on IMBD. So uh, it looks like there was like a sh- I don't know, it just says uh, on IMDb Zombie Town, aka Night of the Creeps two. Zombie Town. Actually, and the director of this was uh, Fred Decker, who came up with Monster Squad. So, just want to say, if you haven't seen Monster Squad, or he wrote Monster Squad, but shame on you. <laughs> oh, he also wrote House. House? House? You've seen House. House? House? He's actually writing, uh, well, I guess he's doing another show called The Good Doctor. i just seen the Fred commercial. Decker? Yeah. Well, you said the writer of House, right? Cause the no, out. no, not that house. A horror movie called... A horror oh, I'm talking about the show with the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Night, of the, Night of the Creeps. That's... It's up there, man. It, it's fun. A lot of my horror, my horror movies I picked are actually fun movies. So he says... Kind of let down. <laughs> what? I, I'm disappointed in myself. I thought I would go for more gore. But... I like... Not too much of a fan of a gore no, I love gore, but at the same time, I love cheesy 80s horror movies. I want to say if I have any big... I do have a big passion for horror. I go to all the conventions and crap. But if I had to like pick a genre of horror, I love cheesy 80s, whether it's slashers or like... Those are the only zombie movies I love. Like Anything that's like a fun horror with like poor special effects, but you still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Uh... Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. Tom Atkins, okay. Mm-hmm. Number two. Alright. Um, so this one, like the last top three are just fighting me right now. Um, I was going to go with a Supernatural title, but I feel this title terrifies me more. I love Supernatural movies, like um, Rudy was mentioning. Um, forces that can't be reckoned with but um i feel like 
I enjoy those movies more than I am terrified of this one. Simply because I'm terrified of sharks, so I'm going to go with Jaws. Okay. I can dig it. Uh, it's one of those things, it's, it's more of a suspense thriller movie that makes it into the horror genre. And it's crafty too, because there's no gore, no blood. All the kills are kind of off screen. Um, Except towards see, the end. You see blood. There's plenty of blood. Yeah, towards the end, but it's a PG movie is what I'm well, saying. No, like it's... Jaws? No, Jaws? Oh, it, it, no, Jaws is no, PG. It's PG. No, it is. We watch it at the rating, store. Rating systems were different back in the day. No, but there is blood in the beginning. Cause remember when you the one, the one kid gets on the, on the little raft thing? Yeah, something? but you don't actually see a sh- Jaws. But there's blood. Or Bruce. They called the shark's name was Bruce. Well, Stephen King. Or Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen it's Spielberg. It's the name of the, the, the shark from Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, it is PG. Yeah. I don't lie. I know things. Short trick, kid, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that it, movie scared the crap out of me. I think it made everyone afraid to go into water. It's more suspense. Have you seen the sequels? Uh, I believe I saw two. I saw some of three, but did not get into it. They're all on Netflix right now. Yeah, they have them all on Netflix. Oh, really? Jaws the, Re- Jaws the Revenge. Uh, it's not that good, but it's got Michael Caine. And me and Bran have this thing where we will watch anything with Michael Caine. Bruce, fine. <laughs> no, seriously, I, 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 we have a Jack Ripper miniseries that, who knows, maybe we'll get down to it. Damn, I would have put that on my list. I, oh, I didn't think about that, too. Because it, it is a little creepy. And it's based on historical events. But anyways, we, I mean, we can do an episode on that. But he did he did a Jack Ripper miniseries. He's played Jekyll and Hyde on a British like BBC movie. Uh yeah, we'll watch anything. Good, bad, no. But he's in the fourth one. But Jaws is definitely up there, man. It's You're bringing a good, different kind of variety to this. You're welcome. Be prepared. <laughs> then, yes, again, you're, then again, like out, out of us, you're not really into horror as much as me and Brandon are. I'm not, no. Unfortunately. Yeah. It was never really my shtick. I will say something on? about the PG rating. Apparently, the first three G um, PG thirteen movie wasn't actually created until Spielberg's Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom nine years later, after Jaws. Mm-hmm. So, interesting little fact there. Okay, so I'm sorry, I was drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Did you say your pick? Uh, not yet. Oh, so okay. I'm sorry. My number two would be uh, again so James Wan movie. Um, it's one of the first movies that again it was. Uh, more about the story. I mean, not much more of gore, but story. It's um, Saw number one. Okay. The, yeah, the first Saw was really good. Wasn't it like a student film? You I, know, they made like a little mini series so that people can make the movie, but yeah, so it was low budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, cause I think it's like I think I watched like the special features on the DVD, and it's they said something about that's why it's mainly in that room. Yeah, it was like it was like mm-hmm. a student film kind of thing, and it. It's powerful. I Whatever mean, it did, it worked. And like he said, James Wan, you know, you have to work with a low budget. If you can't um, scare people on a low budget, you should probably not even be in the horror movies. Yeah, you gotta learn to be crappy. And you know, like I said, I used to make movies in, in, in high school, so like I appreciate that a lot. And though I will say that the Saw movies, I didn't initially like when I when they first came out. I think it maybe it wasn't until like I was twenty one. Maybe it's like they might have been more than halfway through with the franchise and uh, the girl I was dating at the time her her family owned them all I've, at that time I've, I think I've only seen I think I saw the second one before I've seen the, the, any of them so then uh, 
she put them all on one Halloween, and we kind of just sat there and watched them all. Oh, that's cute. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I would say um, with, with um, James Wan, he had a thing for like the twist ending, which I love. You didn't see that coming. He's like the new M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> and with Saw 1, I liked Saw 1. Saw 2 was like, okay, I'll watch it, and I liked it. Saw 3 was just garbage after that. I didn't watch any of them. So just one one for me. It so. became just money because they were yeah. they were putting them out Actually, every year. If I'm correct, I think he only did like a couple of them, and then he did like a Wes Craven thing and just let other people direct them. Yeah, and he just produced and he just soaked in all the benefits. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now we got a, we got an eighth movie coming out. Wow, Jigsaw. <laughs> I, I thought they finally like, you know let that franchise die, but apparently not. I saw the trailer for it. That looked pretty freaking brutal. I mean, I'll watch it. If I'm here for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, the third one, he, he literally got his throat, you know, cut with a, well, with a, some machine, but it was like, gruesome. Jigsaw? Think, uh, jigsaw, yeah. Yeah, uh, technically after three, you think the whole franchise is over. Yeah. And but, they could have no. left it at a trilogy, because three really wasn't that bad. But uh, it's one of those movies where they, they probably could have just left it at a trilogy, mm-hmm. and it probably would have been more successful or more iconic. Like a cult classic. Uh, Each one of them honestly could have ended one, two, and three. They could have just ended there. Yeah. Um, they could have turned them into like anthologies. Mm-hmm. I think I've only seen the fifth one just because my friend had it on at the time. Ah, oh, yeah. You, it's one of those things you kind of need to watch them in order. Yeah. At least after the third one. Uh, yeah, I've always heard the first three are the best, and then the rest is just pointless gore or whatever. <laughs> All right. All it really is, yeah. Brand, you want to say your number two? My number two, it was torn between another one, but uh, Eric's going to know what this is. Behind the Mask, yes. Rise of Leslie Vernon. Okay, the reason I didn't put that on my list is because I knew he want, we were going to end up fighting over who got to say it. And, but I, I just want to list off the one that was tied to it. It was Jack Brooks' Monster Slayer. Yeah, it's... Because uh... honestly, whenever I watched one of them, I watched the other like the next day. But yeah, uh, if Both you have, have Robert England. Yeah, that was another reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much... Move my hand. Pretty much behind the mask, it. I wrote down like some shit. Uh, it uh kind of pokes fun at horror movies. Uh, pretty much the entirety of the movie is um this um film student, this film like. Yeah, they're making a documentary. It's like a. And in this in the movie, Freddy, Jason, Michael, Chucky, they're all real. They're real like the stuff that really happened. Yeah, it's, like, and it's they're, the they, they exist. they're yeah, and they pretty much are making this documentary and they're interviewing this guy who's going to be the next big killer, Leslie Vernon. And it, the movie's really good because it jumps between looking like a documentary to an actual horror movie. Yeah. That's interesting. It's got like a, like a different style. It, it kind of, it's, it's a dark humor or a dark comedy and it kind of pokes fun at horror movie cliches. Yeah. And it's pretty hilarious. And it's one of those movies that they've been trying to get a sequel to for like 10 years. I, I think they're on the way th- to getting it yeah, done. Yeah, they have a GoFundMe account, and uh, I went as this character last year for Halloween. Was it no the year before? You, you also dressed up as Days a, of the Dead. Yeah. I I cosplayed as uh, Leslie Vernon, so maybe I'll when uh, we air this, I'll kind of post a picture of me dressed up as Leslie Vernon, or I'll put it on the Instagram page. Uh, it's that's definitely a good movie because it it's got. I don't think it really has much gore in it. It's all off screen, really. Yeah, nothing really. Um, yeah, that's about it. I, I mean, yeah, 
it's really good, and it was one of those movies. Uh, one one of my uh, my manager at my job told me to check out, and I fell in love with it. It's it's pretty funny. Uh, okay, so my number two is a franchise, uh, the Hellraiser franchise. I don't. You guys, uh, me and respectable. Part of those, but I never wanted to watch those. They look weird to me. They're good. They're good, and uh, they're. I never knew that. I found out they're based off a book called The Hellbound Heart, which is the first one. But uh, they got, are they are weird though. I will admit they're weird but good. You got uh, Doug Bradley who plays uh, Pinhead, uh, and you got like his little. They're called Cinnabites. Not a cereal. Not not, not a cereal. Sounds like a cereal. Cinnabites. Cinnabites. I always feel like I'm pronouncing it wrong. I saw a T-shirt that was like that. I was like, oh, I need that. I could be pronouncing it wrong and. People are probably rolling their eyes right now, so don't hate me. <laughs> um, and it, it takes place around this puzzle box. And when you open it, it pretty much like opens up the gates to hell. And uh, P- Pinhead kind of shows up and tortures you and because you had such a desire to, to know what it was. And uh, it's curiosity got... Curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, it's that's pretty much what it is. It's a curiosity killed the cat complex. And... Uh, there, it spawned some sequels that it had, weren't good. Actually, uh, Henry Cavill, who played Superman, wasn't one of them. I take it he's one of the victims. Yeah, he's a victim. Oh, big time. Oh, big time. Um, more of the, the towards the end, some of the sequels turn into like psychological, like almost like a thriller. Uh, it, it's the only franchise that had a movie a horror movie that took place in space that I thought was good. What? Which one was that? Uh, the one where it's about the guy's ancestors. Bloodlines. Bloodlines. I, yeah, I always forget that takes place in space. The first two are probably people's favorites. I love the third one. I Yeah, I like the third one because there's a scene in the third movie where uh, people are... It takes place mainly at like a, day, a nightclub. And uh, Pinhead traps everybody in the nightclub and just like kind of pulls a carry and starts butchering them one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know... you. He rips people apart with like hooks and chains, and it's kind of like a consequence thing because people have such a desire and stuff like that uh, to to know what this puzzle box does. <laughs> I've met Doug Bradley, who plays him, a couple times. I've got some stuff signed by him. Laminate cool. Config- configuration cube is the name of the puzzle yeah. box, and at Walmart you can get a Rubik's cube of it. Really? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I kind of want it. Dude, I would never <laughs> solve it though. All right, time for the uh, big bad number one. All right, so in my head, for number one, the whole time, there was two films just straight duking it out against each other. They're going Rocky IV in there? Basically, and uh, they're both Tim Burton films. But before I get to that, I'm going to go over some honorable mentions I had. Uh, Amityville Horror. Both of them. The yeah. remake and the old one. Yeah, the funny thing is that's actually on my honorable mentions list. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, Ghostbusters. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Not technically a horror, but it, it's... No, I consider it, it. It fits. It's got ghosts. It fits. Uh, the Haunting. This was a movie back in Dude, I haven't 90s. seen that in so long. We should Dude. do an episode on that because I haven't seen it in so long. It was a good movie. I remember that. It still creeps me out to this day. Um... The Shallows, which was uh, with Blake Lively, was a recent shark movie that came That's, out. Yeah. It was pretty good. 
And uh, it kind of falls in there with like your jaws. Basically, that's my fear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Grudge. Never seen them. Couldn't get into it. The Japanese one. I mean, is really scary. I could see that though. The Ring, and I believe there was a Japanese one of that too. Yeah, yeah it's Ring U. Yeah. Uh, the Conjuring. We talked about that. Uh, the Mist. Stephen King. Alien. Predator. Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> Underworld. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Wolfman. So. Which version of the Wolfman? Um, you know, I never really got to see the original ones, but I saw the one with Benicio Del Toro. I like that one a lot. And then that one was only really good for the, the, the Wolfman himself. The story sucked. Mm-hmm. Though the kills were, were pretty, pretty brutal. Pretty brutal, yeah. I'm That's not gonna the lie. reason why I was like, holy crap. Um, and the Nightmare Before Christmas. So my number one is going to be Sweeney Todd. And you're off the show. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that movie with why? the most upright passion. Jesus. I thought we were, I thought we were on the good boat with Johnny Depp. Stop that movie. I got a question for you, Chris. What's up? Why do, I, do I feel like uh, your Nightmare Before Christmas is going to be on like a Christmas list for you, too? Possibly. Yeah. Oh. I, just, I, I was just wondering. But Might we add that Halloween is going to be like everyone's like go-to. So. I mean, um, I liked it because it was like... It's... I guess in some ways it's... Normally, I hate musicals because when I was told that it was a musical... I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not watching this. But then one day, I forgot who I was watching it with. They're like, come on, man, just watch it. I think it might have been my brother. I'm like, fine, whatever. I don't know. I I think it delivered a lot with the the musical scores. I liked it. Um, you can't go wrong with the throat slitting. I mean, it, the throat slitting gets me a lot just because that's one of my like things in slasher films where it's like, Ugh. like I would hate to go out like that. <laughs> you know. So that's what pulled me in a lot for that one. Nightmare Before Christmas, I was going to say that, but I felt like, one, it was too cliche, and two, it's very cartoonish. So Yeah, actually, one thing I want to say when Eric was talking about Halloween being, like, given, mm-hmm. the Halloween movies, I was talking to one of my buddies, and he was listing off horror movies, and the ones he's listed off, I consider just go-tos anyway. So, the Halloween franchise, Friday the 13th franchise, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Heavy hitters. Yeah, the heavy hitters, I consider just a guarantee, go watch them. Anyway... I feel like everybody watched those around this time. Hey, Rudy, you're up with your number one. My number one was going to be, as I promised, James Wan. It's um, Insidious, the first one. Now, I do have a lot to say about James Wan, but just to stick for now. Um, Insidious was um, one of my favorites because it was something like uh, dreams. And growing up, I had a lot of nightmares, so which is why I did not really like horror movies or gore movies. So I, I would... Really liked James Wan's take on Insidious, where it's a dream, and where it's like you're waking up in a dream. It's kind of cool, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously the end again. It's a twist ending. I really love that. <laughs> and Insidious was really good too. I forgot like to I said, write that one. It's one of those things where he puts his ghost in the background, and you really don't notice. Mm-hmm. That so. goat-looking one was terrifying. <laughs> the red one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like uh, the the one they were like originally drawing. You thought that oh. was the main one. Yeah, was there was a name for that dude. I forgot. Was it the Red Man or something? Something, yeah. But yeah, like every time like you know, it's like, oh, what's in, what's that in the drawing? Oh, that's you know, and it's like in the corner, just like uh, creeping in there, like in the in the ceiling. And yeah, he, that's and what. He, and he looks at there, but it's kind of like you're hinting, and it's right there the whole time. It's kind of cool. 
Yeah, that was nuts how they did that. That and the tiptoe. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> they brought back Tiny Tim. Yeah. That song is creepy. Yeah, that's uh, that he's good at creepy. So definitely, James James Wan is uh, winning this this list. Uh, um, I would say that I don't like his spinoffs. People are just going off his genius, to be honest, mm-hmm. and he's not really involved in them anymore. Like the Annabelle creation, that was just like, come on, really. Do you have uh, any honorable mentions? Uh, let's see. I was actually gonna say the the mummy. You know, the new one. Actually, I actually had this moments where it kind of spooked you a little bit. It wasn't going for that kind of feel, but it kind of just like every now and then like, oh okay, that's what they're doing. But um, I will say I hated the ending. I know they have to do do a whole dark universe, but the ending I hated it. Okay. It made no sense. I just found out the name of that demon from Insidious. Lipstick face demon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, we were talking about it. Look it up. All right. Uh, do you want to list your honorable mentions and then your uh, number one? All right. Let's see. Uh, honorable mentions, uh, franchise, uh, yeah, pretty much franchise, Universal Monster movies, just in general. Really? Yeah. I have to watch the old ones. Is your honorable mentions? It's my honorable mention. That's not my honorable mention, too. Okay. Yeah, just, just in general, like, any, all of them, uh, (laughs) the Ghost Talks, a Three Stooges episode, it's the one where they're moving some, like, stuff out, and it has a talking, uh, ghost of a, ghost... Talking suit of armor. There you go. Oh and, yeah. I yeah, that. I remember seeing. I, I think when I saw it, it was around Halloween time, and I just it made me. I, I cracked up laughing, and I liked that one a lot because in, in that episode they make a joke about another comedian I like, Red Skelton. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you don't uh, laugh at any material that Three Stooges had, you have no sense of humor. Uh, <laughs> this one, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it as honorable mention because it's pretty. It, it's definitely. Gruesome for a horror movie, Trick or Treat. Oh yeah, okay. I've heard of that one. Anthology. Oh, Anthology. actually, I've seen that one. I mean, what it takes place there? on Halloween, so that's a good. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that one. I just figured it's pretty gory, messed up. My first time seeing it, it was around Halloween, and I was not expecting half what I saw. Uh, this one, I know Eric knows. Lady in White. Damn, I put that on my list too. Yeah, Wait. it clicked in my head. Uh, so there's Lady in White and Lady in Black. Uh, this it, it's not connected to it. It's um this movie's pretty much this kid on Halloween gets trapped in a school closet and he pretty much sees this ghost of a girl getting murdered. Yeah. And, and it's he, he's like he like sees her murder but she, he doesn't see the murderer. And the entire movie is him trying to figure it out and he's kind of getting haunted by the girl. That does, that that does have a really good strong and I, I remember Halloween s- vibe. Seeing it as a kid, it it was pretty creepy. Especially like Back, what did it come out like? Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Yeah, like the special effects in there were for the time were decent. Alright, so. And I just thought of another oh. um, honorable mention. Six Sense. Yeah, it was a good one. Never seen it. No. Once I find out it's, the ending of it, I just uh, don't want to watch it. It's okay. one of the M Night Shyamalan movies it's, I it's, actually liked. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, yeah, if there's a movie with a big twist and someone ruins it for me. I won't watch it. That's right. why I haven't seen Fight Club. Then my last honorable oh. mention. This one I picked it because it has to do with Halloween and it's not, it's 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 an anime. It's Cowboy Bebop the movie. I just I wanted to throw something in there. It was Left Field again. Is that even like horror based? It's or it, Halloween film. You know it it the, the I don't entire, watch Cowboy Bebop so I wouldn't. The know. the movie takes place on Halloween. Some oh. terrorist is just trying to like detonate some like bio biochemical bomb or something. 
Okay. And but your, your number one is? It takes place during like a Halloween festival. Uh, I'm having uh, it the remake. Okay. Uh, it's creepy, scary, and it it, I, it has a mix of frights. It's not just oh, it's just about a clown, or it's just about this. The story was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and acting story was amazing. All right, I'm gonna go through uh, my honorable mentions. Go ahead. Uh, I have 13. I counted. Dude, I got a whole list. <laughs> Although technically the 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 new It isn't a remake, it's a movie, but... I feel like Honorable Mentions is just a way for us to cheat and make a long-ass list that we want to do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yeah, he scratched that off earlier. Pocus <laughs> uh, Pocus. Mm-hmm. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Dead Alive. Uh, Black Cat, which is a Boris Karloff movie, which is awesome. It's more of a... Not really a horror, but it's psychological kind of suspense uh the it miniseries killer clowns from outer space i was gonna add that to my list rocky horror picture show henry which is actually based on a serial killer um okay my list is pretty long so i'm gonna the scream franchise (laughs) top five of eric's um, honorable mentions (laughs) (laughs) um hatchet and it's a uh, franchise or I'm going to go with Friday the 13th Part 3 because that's my favorite sequel. And number one is Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, I, that was... Oh, that was one of my honorable mentions, but I scratched it out. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm not a big zombie fan, but I do enjoy, like, 80s zombies movies. I mean, even if it's, like, uh, you know, Night of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Dead. Uh, yeah, actually... Uh, I forgot. Whoever wrote... Man, who... I think it's safe to assume George A. Romero. George A. No, George, okay. Hold on. Well, the, Rest in re- peace. Return of the Living Dead? It, it's not. It, the guy who made Return of the Living Dead worked with him on uh, Night of the Living... Night of... Hold on. Hold on. Night of the Living Dead. Then they had a little little thing going on where they split up, and then pretty much uh, Romero was like, oh, well, oh, I, I, can I, use, I can use dead, and you can use living dead. Pretty I think much. I heard about that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Return of the Living Dead was directed by Dan O'Bannon. Um, it's got uh, Tom Matthews, who's actually uh, Tommy Jarvis from the... Or he was one of the, the, the final Tommy Jarvis from the Friday the 13th franchise. It's just a fun zombie movie. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know if, if Dan O'Bannon worked with George Romero, Romero, but they kind of split the franchise where he's like, you can take Day and I'll take... Uh, it was, it, it was dead in uh, the living, living. Living, yeah. And he, because he wanted to do more of like a comedic approach. Um, I might be wrong with this. Don't chew my head off. Um, it's been a while since I've watched special features on it, so that's why. Um, it's just a very fun zombie movie. And you got Linnea Quigley, who's also in Night of the Demons. Dude, she can't keep her clothes on in either of these movies. Any movie she does, she can't keep her clothes on. Um, but it's just, you know this uh, toxic chemical from uh, these barrels of dead bodies get uh, released and summon the dead. And it's very campy and it's fun. And I think that's why people love it so much is the campiness. It's not special effects. It's a dude in a suit. And it's... It got a very strong Halloween vibe. I think the first time I saw it, I think it was on Svengoolie around Halloween. 
so that, I mean that's why I always kind of have a con- like a connection to it. So every yeah. Halloween I watch it. It's got a it's got a very unique uh, zombie, the, the main zombie in it, Tarman. Mm-hmm. Which a- Brand has on like three shirts. <laughs> Dude, I love Tarman. It's freaking awesome. Sounds like a superhero. It's it's awesome too because I was just uh, think uh, last time I watched I watched like the freaking commentary on it or whatever and uh, the way they did the special effects on it was awesome. Like plus like they, it, it's funny. Like it, it is a hundred percent a dude in a suit, but they make it look like like he's missing like chunks of skin. You can see bone. It was, it was really good and a very iconic zombie. Like I said. All right, so uh, those were our top five plus some <laughs> Halloween picks. Um, so I think we're done for this episode because cool. I think we went way longer than I thought we were going to. Yeah. George A. Romero was in the movie, uncredited. Probably he maybe. was a Washington reporter. Huh. They probably used his voice or something like that. Yeah. All right, so uh, sign out. I'm Eric. I'm Brandon. I'm Chris. And I'm Rudy. And you just listened to... Hey, 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 from the Video Store!